I mean, the first like few months. Like I remember I would work all day and he would work all day and I'd pick the kids up at 5.30 and we'd do the whole evening mm-hmm. thing with a two and a four year old. And we would put them to bed at 8.30 and then we'd go into our home office and the two of us would sit there and work until 12 or 12.30 and then we'd get up in the morning and do it all over again. And at the time, it was just like what we did. I made enough money. She told me what I had to come up with. <laughs> I made enough money to come up with that. And then by like February, I had my first employee and I never looked back. That was Shannon and Dustin Lundberg and this is Guild Stories. Welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story, and it's the stories that connect us all. I am Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content. We are so grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we'll explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers who are going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. Hey, welcome back to Guild Stories. I've got some friends who uh, first started as clients, but um, have now become friends and, and in a lot of ways mentors as, as I've watched and observed them build their small business. So um, by way of intro, Shannon and Dustin Lundberg, owners of Blue Heating and Cooling. Uh, you can find them at bluehvackc.com. Uh, Shannon, Dustin, thanks for joining me. This will be a super fun conversation. And Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, yeah we are excited. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so first things first, I guess like at the highest level, just jump us into blue heating and cooling. What do y'all do? Who are, who's the company? And then we're going to kind of wind you all back to the beginning, like where you grew up and all that stuff. But like, tell us about blue heating and cooling. So we're going to start at the end and then we're going to go back right. to the beginning. Have <laughs> oh, a flashback. Wow. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we're a full service company. We uh, do ductwork, full uh, uh, installs. Mm. Uh, we, we do service. Mm. So uh, even duct cleaning now, and we added some few things, uh, regular maintenances. So we're in furnace maintenances, um, and we just bought a new shop on 45 Highway. Boom. Which is super cool. You walk yeah, into it, and it cool. looks more like a like Nell Hill than than a heating and cooling company. Oh, I like and that. then you go in the back, yeah. and it's like, no, that's where the real that's where the that's heating where and cooling stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe right. it's like partly my dream too. Like I get a nice little boutique in the front, and then an actual loop in the back <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Somebody did tease me that like I made this really beautiful office, and I haven't been in it for like months. <laughs> I'm like. So it's pretty. It's <laughs> still cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she squeezed me out of a lot of space. Like I was wanting to just sliver of room for the office, but you know, more shop space. And uh, he was trying to put baby in a corner. It just didn't, <laughs> didn't work. work. Oh, How'd that work for him? Yeah, it didn't. Not he work. We we yeah. got arguments about the space. And I, she probably got a window. Yeah. No, that's all I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the origin story, like Blue started when? Like how? Like tell us kind of the, the quick journey of uh, yeah. how this came to be. I like to tell that story because I feel like um, maybe I was the reason that uh, he pulled the trigger, or that we pulled the trigger, because he went to HVAC school and he was okay. working his uh, booty off um, at another company, and we had little kids. Hmm and a puppy, and I was working um, at the railroad in the marketing department, which Mm. was a tough environment. Mm. 
And so um, one summer, Dustin was never home, and I was picking up the kids who were two and four from daycare every day, and he was working all, all night time. long, and I was alone, and he worked on the weekends, mm. and I finally had a little sit down, and I was like, mm, we can't keep doing this. So either Was it you, that calm? Nope. <laughs> not that calm. It wasn't Mm-mm. that bad. Oh, I feel my memory feels bad. Yep. So um, he had always talked about wanting to own his own company eventually, but I don't know, like Dustin kind of likes safety and I don't know if he would have pulled the trigger, Mm. Um, but I was at my breaking point. And so I was just like, this is it. Like something has to give. Mm. And so by October, that was in July. And by October we had opened the company. Boom. What year was that? 2010. 2010. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's awesome. Yep. And yep. he just went, we just went gangbusters from there. It okay. was just great. It's all been easy. Smooth sailing. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. No. <laughs> knew that she never saw me for like three years after starting my own yeah, You thought you worked hard before. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now I like went to double shift. At yeah. least it yeah. was going to us though. Like that was totally. my point, totally. you know? Totally. So. I, we different, way different context, but it reminds me of, um, Brooke, when we had our third, and we were living in Memphis, Tennessee at the time, and we're both from KC, and uh, and it wasn't this dramatic. I'm giving her full credit, but the way I remembered, or at least tell the story, is we had our third baby, and she essentially was like, "Hey, we're gonna move back to KC. You're welcome to join if you want, (laughs) but like, if you want to figure something out, but I'm not doing this away from home stuff anymore." Yeah. Um. So yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 guess what? We were back in KC pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty (laughs) much what happened. I was like, uh, something's giving, and I don't. You pick which one it is, but something is happening here. That's right. That's right. Um. Okay. Cool. We're gonna come back and dig deep into that piece, but uh, where did y'all grow up? Like, what's kind of the the Shannon and Dustin story individually, and then, like, where'd y'all meet? Like, how, how did the, all this, you know, the meandering trails to get He said here? that I was the cutest girl he's ever seen in oh. his life. <laughs> she, yeah. That's truth. <laughs> That's it. And then I hooked him. Yeah. I watched she the Arizona. Where'd y'all grow up? I grew up in Weston. Weston, that's I'm right. I'm from St. Joe. Okay, okay. And I was met. going to college in St. Joe, and we met at the Ground Round, which was a very popular St. Joe restaurant back then. And I that was, was a waitress and he was a cook. Awesome. And yeah. he used to um, do favors for me from the kitchen. Like give me shit. Sorry, can I guess? Yeah. Give me just shit that I can't, I wasn't <laughs> supposed to have. And uh, we started hanging out as friends and he legit I said I was. That. Like we gave you like, you know. French fries. Yeah. French fries <laughs> and sides of ranch and whatever. Whatever I needed. Right? Yeah. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. And he said I, he, I was the cutest thing he's ever seen. And that's then that awesome. was it. That's awesome. So he did say that I duped him, though, because um, right before we started dating, I did mention that I had gone to a widespread panic concert, and he thought I was super cool. Duh. That was my one and only she time, and I really hated it. And then um, I watched that. I have grown up watching football with my dad my whole life. Okay. And so one Sunday night, I watched, like, the Arizona Cardinals game, I remember, and they were trash, mm. like, super trash. Mm. It was such a good game. Mm. And I was talking to him about it. I was like, oh, my God, did you see this play? Did you see this play? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, my God, she's amazing. <laughs> and then She later even he, likes football. <laughs> yeah. and, and then later and he was like, tries? what? Like, uh-uh. where did you go? And I was like, I, I mean. Now she takes naps. <laughs> Actually, yeah. the Chiefs lose. She doesn't take a nap. Like, you better take a nap now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's all. So. And the Chiefs have lost more than they, they typically do, at least this decade. Um, Dustin, how about you? So grew up in St. Joe. How did you, like, get into the HVAC game? I I was coming out of high school, and I got a, uh, a Botech ride. Okay. And um, I don't know. I just had a pick. Mm-hmm. And I liked. I just kind of talked to my counselor about it, and I liked to be outside, like mm. to work with my hands. So I just decided that, and we kind of decided that would be the best plan. Yeah, yeah. So I went with one of my best friends. Okay. At the time, I was living with, and we went to a year and a half of school. I went to the residential side. He went to the commercial side, mm. and then uh, you know we just started out in St. Joe working, and then still cooking. And we were living together, so I was working on the weekends and doing HVAC. I started making $7 an hour. Whoa. Legit? That was like the... That's what I made. Whoa. $7 an hour. It's amazing. Yeah. So, but that was 19. 99. 99. Yeah. But, you know, people get out of school, and sometimes I think, you know, they're going to make 15 or $20 an hour. Mm. I mean, I started at 7. Yeah. You know, so... I was eager and yeah. I was just willing to do whatever. So yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, um, so it worked out nicely. Like we said, we, we worked at a couple of different restaurants together. We moved out of ground round with the sunset grill that was by a river. So I'd work there on the weekends. And, awesome. And we'd, we'd hang out by the river and they'd have bands and stuff. And so really good times. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. How did, so 2010, the like, the now famous conversation takes place. They come to mm-hmm. come to Jesus. Uh, hey, we, something's got to change here. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it wasn't all smooth sailing. But like, what were those first? You know, Dustin, you mentioned already. Like the first three years were just a just a grind and a hustle and like tons of work and stress and craziness. Like, what kind of put us back in that scene? What was the, what were those first couple years like as as Blue was was birthed, <laughs> so to speak, as it came to be. Oh, it was, uh, it was definitely, I mean, the first, like, few months, because I started in the winter, was more of a time to where I just kind of went through a transitional, I set up my businesses at the accounts, she was still working, I was just bringing in pretty light jobs, and I was meeting new contacts, and I was uh, trying to... He hustled. He hustled all winter long, though. He met with people that he thought would be a great connection, and told them about his new adventure and asked for business and landed some big accounts and he did a, he hustled. Yeah. He yeah. really did. And I made enough money. She told me what I had to come up with. <laughs> I made enough money to come up with that. I bet it was more was than seven enough. bucks an hour. Was yeah, it? Yeah, it was definitely more than $7 <laughs> an hour. Then. And so uh, it was actually some of the best time I had with my kids because I mm. was actually to stay with them. Mm. And uh, mm. I was able to watch them a little bit more and they were young then. And, I just kind of stayed home with them, and I worked. We got a babysitter when I had to work, and uh, and then by like February, I had my first employee, and I never looked back. Mm. And it mm. was pretty much around the clock since then. And it was hard. Like I remember, um, I we talk about it all the time. Like I remember, I would work all day, and he would work all day, and I'd pick the kids up at five thirty, and we do the whole evening mm. thing with a two and a four year old. And we would put them to bed at 8.30, and then we'd go into our home office, and the two of us would sit there and work until 12 or 12.30, and then we'd get up in the morning and do it all over again. And at the time, it was just like what we did. 
And then you look back on it, you're like, wow, like, how did we survive that? Mm, like, that yeah. was, it was a lot. I don't know. Yeah. That's but, awesome. Be up at six. I worked with my best friend at the time. He was laid off from the union, so he was able to help. Mm. And uh, he ended up working with me for a year and a half. Mm. And uh, one employee, and then went to another employee, and then just one employee, we did some big stuff with just one employee. It was super impressive at the time. And then it just kind of grew in now 11 employees. It's so. awesome. Dustin's awesome, too, because, like, he'll – like, I remember at the time, like, he would – bid a new job and he would say I remember specifically one time he was like oh it's gonna be awesome and we're gonna hang all this spiral ductwork and blah 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 and I was like oh have you done that before and he's like no <laughs> ever <laughs> and I was like do you know how to do that and he was like I'm gonna figure it out mm. and like literally that's his philosophy mm. like he always is just like up for a challenge I'm gonna figure it out you know what I mean mm. and he just goes for it so. that's awesome I, I had a conversation just this morning with a with a super cool talented guy and and he was discussing the um lack or absence at times of the the I'm a figure it out mentality right like the 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 pressure of you know GPA and ACT and all the stuff that's like yeah do the thing like study and be smart right but but there's there's this kind of growing gap in the resourcefulness category yeah. <laughs> or the like I mean, I don't know the answer, but like, I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna figure it out. I love. I love yeah. how you said that. Yeah. Um, and and I'm just wondering, like, was that born in you? Was that raised in you? Was that like pressure tested in the fire of starting a business and it That's emerged? What you call broke. <laughs> <laughs> Say more, <laughs> sir. You just do whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're gonna make it work. It doesn't matter. I mean, the guy that I rented my building from. Mm. He was like, I got a gas station. I've never done a gas station. <laughs> and I just did never do the bid. And he called me up. He's like, hey, I need that bid. We're going to do that gas station. I gave him a bid. Next thing you know, we're doing a gas station. Never done a gas station before. Did it from ground up. I'm like, okay. And then we did three of those. So I was just, I just did whatever it took to keep the guys busy. So even if we didn't know. He always learned it. Like he yeah. always, but I, And I feel like that's how we kind of, we didn't know anything about running a business or anything. Like, we just found some good resources, and then, you know, a problem would come up, and I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> what do you do about that? Yeah, like, right. okay, let's wing it. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. So, I don't know. Luckily, like, I think both of us have kind of mm. that kind of spirit. Mentality. Like, we've both yep. been pretty ambitious and hardworking and – like I was always an overachiever and he's always like so like such a good work ethic, you know? So mm. like combined, we were like, yeah, like let's do it. Yeah. What what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Like we fail and we'll yeah. go back to a regular job, job and go get a fine. job. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the whole yeah. How long into the journey until you quit your gig? Um, so I worked um I worked full time for another year. Okay. And then um, a good family friend that owns an accounting uh, firm uh, hired me and let me go part-time. So I worked three days a week for him, and he's beautiful. I love him. And he let me uh, work on the business while I was at work for him, too. And so then um, I got some more time with my kids. Mm. I got to work on my business, and I was making money working awesome. for him. And he was just beautiful. and. Mm. 
helped me learn a lot. So um, I learned a lot about accounting and book work and payroll, which is all applicable to what I'm doing now. And totally. Yeah, it's yeah. great. So I, I worked for him for another year. And then um, it just, I always talk about how like we always push until the seams are almost bursting. And then that's when you like make a big change. And I feel like that's how we've kind of done the company. Like we just push until we can't push anymore. And then we have to hire somebody and we mm. add on and we grow. And mm. that's how we've grown. And I think that's kind of what we've done with our family. Like we get to a breaking point and then we're like, okay, let's change. Mm -hmm. And so um, we talked about it and I quit. And I just started doing working for us full time, which gave, it took a lot of pressure off of him mm. because we had a decision early that my role would be all of the back office stuff, but also kids schedule and family. And not that he's not involved because he really mm. is, but it took the guilt away from having to run an eight o'clock service call. If he knew that I had that was piece. There. Yeah. yeah like not. I covered right. that part. I feel like you're going to make it home at all. Mm. Yeah. So, and like, there were times mm. in the summer that he didn't. Yeah. So if I had, the kids covered, you know, he could work until 10 o'clock at night, not feel bad about not yeah. helping me. Yeah. Because about, you know, their age, they'd be asleep by the time I got home. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. I mean, it wasn't Well, especially like, in, in your busy season, like in the summer. Oh, yeah. It's like, the you got to, man, make hay, bro. Like, That's let's right. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Summer and on the flip side, he was able to have mm. so much more time mm. in the winter time. Mm. You know, like, it's just a lot of Winters, flexibility. You know, which is it's good. a lot slower. And, yep. You know, it's not as hectic. Yeah. It was perfect. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. That's great. How, um, how have you, you know, kind of thinking even of, of my own, I love that like concept of you, 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 you hit the seam, you about burst them and then you like make another hire or make a pivot or invest in the software, whatever the things yeah. are that we've all, we've all navigated. Um, it, it reminded me and I'll butcher the quote, but there's been a, um, there's been a, a podcast I've loved and listened to, and one of one of the guys' guests said a version of, you know, we all want change, but sometimes we avoid the reality that change happens in the dirt, is how he said it, mm. which I really liked. I was like, man, change doesn't happen conceptually or at the dinner table. It happens when you, like, are bursting at the seams and you're trying to figure it out, oh. and it's gritty and hard and messy, and yep. you don't know the exact answer, but you figure it out, or yep. you get resourceful. And you, to your point, like I just love that concept because I think we we think we want comfort and ease and yep. pain free, but it's actually in the like dirt and the suffering to some degree that we grow and get better. That's yeah. right. Um, yep. So right. anyway, what you said reminded me of that big time for sure. Yep, that's right. Um, and I don't know. You can't. You just can't be scared of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, mm. in general, was there a knowing my 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 history? I'm assuming uh, you had a better plan than I did. But I guess you guys, as you guys started charting this course and adding employees and people, and like at some point the responsibility shifts from. Of course, it'll always be about the the Lundberg family first. You got to like eat and take care of your family. At some point, there's also this family that grew yeah. that like, oh boy these people got to eat every two weeks also. And they're looking to me for jobs and support and definitely and very, best, best, definitely very difficult at first for mm -hmm. sure, because you know, you're sure that you don't have a lot of money and they mm -hmm. think that you, you know, sometimes are, <laughs> but you know, the yeah. sacrifices is you were, you're, you know, there for a the long time, mm -hmm. I'd have to make enough money to get through the winter mm -hmm. because winters would be it. 
really rough around January because you'd fixed all the furnaces and furnaces don't break down as much as air conditioners. So there'd be like, not saying that we wouldn't have work. It just wouldn't be consistent. Mm. And I refused to lay them off. Mm. So I kept them. And I think keeping our guys busy is the biggest stressor Dustin has, even to this day. Mm. That is that is the thing that has made him the most uncomfortable in 11 years. Mm. And it started with our very first employee, and that's, like, at the forefront of Dustin's mind mm. all the time. It probably kept me staying hungry, too, I would have to say. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, if you know you have something you want to keep, and they're good employees, and they show up to work on time, and you're, yeah. you know, and they're loyal to you. It's like you want to provide, you, you want to give provide. them away, yeah. And yeah. if they don't have anything to do, I'm like, well, it's a shop day, and that yeah. those are far in between now, yeah. But yeah. back in the day, hey, bro, there was a lot of shop days. Reorganize like, the shelf, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to <laughs> again bring, uh-huh. your, yeah, bring right? your van in here. I'm mean, like, just bring your van in here. We're just gonna, you know, empty it all out, clean it up, reorganize it, take it to a car wash, you know, anything to keep them busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it was one of those situations where. It's very stressful, and it's it's it wears on you a little bit, you know, because these guys are, I mean, they're like pet bulls ready to run into a fire. I mean, they're they work hard for me, mm. and when they don't have anything to do, they're just like, well, what's going on? Why don't we have anything to do? What are we what are we going to do? And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying here, man. <laughs> just let's just go and take a vacation day. <laughs> I know. Go eat a salad, dude. <laughs> like, relax. That's... We're gonna go eat lunch. Is what we're gonna do. We never eat lunch. Today we're going to. I'm buying. Team building. <laughs> it's team building day. Right. That's hilarious. The uh, man. My gosh. So many. Uh, obviously, we we don't work as hard physically as your crew does, but in the in the mentality of it, I can like totally relate. It's like, yeah. oh, we hired this like super talented X Y Z role, and it's like, oh god. <laughs> What, what is this person? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's this person gonna do? All like you're just sitting there, do like, I have what? enough yeah. work for that? Yeah. What do we yeah. do here? And then, and then I'm sure, and I know your story, so I know this is true. What's always, again, there's been bumps and hard stuff in both of our journeys, of course. But like, what's true is when you burst at the seams, and then you add a talented human who cares and has a big heart and does a great job. The work shows up like it's yeah. it's amazing how Absolutely. that how that energy and how that flows in the sense of like trust growth mindedness the resourcefulness the right team the right people who care the right way like yep make mistakes do stuff and then but like man it grows and morphs and evolves and, and becomes something i mean I, I i'm sure that like 2010 hey quit the job version of your expectation looks way different than the 2021 reality. Like you probably had a vision of what it could be, but like, did you think it's going to be this? I don't even think I had a vision. Like Mm. I was so naive that I was just like, let's do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Mm. I just was like, I was really searching for anything to give us Mm. more flexibility Mm. Um, because when I worked at the railroad, I, that is absolutely the last thing I had. And so Meaning I was like, it was button seat. Cute. Yeah. Like you gotta yeah. be here Monday be, through yeah. Friday. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had a boss asked me, told me that I needed to choose between being a mother and having a career. Whoa. Yeah. When my baby Whoa. was six months old. Oh yeah. That seems like a, yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> so from it's the weird time, you don't work there anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Knowing you the way I do, like yeah. <laughs> I bet that was that great. No. <laughs> that is so uh-uh. well. So I was already scheming. Like, what can I do mm. to like pay mm. bills and not mm. have to report to somebody all the time? So when you talk about vision, I don't think I had a vision. I think I was just like, let's just go for it, you know? And he he, he has a friend who's in HVAC who was our first employee, and he's always giving him a hard time, like, why do you want to grow so big? Why do you want to grow so big? And I'm like, that's not our intention. I don't. I didn't even think we were going to grow. It was your intention? It was my intention okay. the whole time. <laughs> but I, no I, I didn't even know we were going to grow you know? this big. And it just happened, like... Mm. I think it I, just happened like with three, a lot of hard work. Three years ago, we did hit a plateau, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to make some hard decisions on, like, are we okay with this, mm-hmm. and are we not? And uh, it took a lot out of me to make those decisions at that time, or us to make those I mean, I had to make them, yeah. you know, and, then I, had to, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then I had to go tell her, and then she was like, whoa, we're making those decisions. But honestly, those mm-hmm. decisions were, like, fantastic decisions looking back because we did we stopped the plateau and we grew more so like you know we got you know we took away rentals and i'm saying we don't do them but we were doing a massive amount Mm. and it was a grind i mean it was 24 hours a day seven days a week and then i was like feeling like i mean they were texting me at one two o'clock in the morning renting what i'm confused he was we had a big account that was a property management company uh, i got it got it got it got it they're like six hundred. Yeah. Okay. Got of it. Rental properties, and it was an account that I was always grateful for because it's consistent and yeah, yeah it yeah. was yeah. cash flow. Yeah. And during our slow times, mm. it gave our techs something to do, and so even if we weren't making very much money on it, it was paying their salary. Um, and we kind of had a little moment where we had to like. It's hard. You, you know, Dustin was like, "It's not worth it. I need you to. I need you to figure up." you know, the return on this and show me the margins. You want to tell the real story? Nope, I don't because (laughs) I don't want anybody to figure out what we're talking about. Oh, so how we broke up though is that I was mm -hmm. a July third party and Mm -hmm. I had run calls all day for these people and we have a big July third party. Mm -hmm. And one of my best friends that I hadn't seen in a while was Mm -hmm. sitting in and we wind down like we had 80 people gigantic fireworks store and it was like three o'clock in the morning he's like because we you know picking up everything you know just dealing with all of it and he goes man you don't look good Mm. and i go oh he goes Mm. he goes i can tell you're super stressed out Mm. and i knew what the problem was because Mm. they you know it's just been a grind and Mm. so i woke up the next morning early she's in the shower open the shower door and i said we're gonna fire him See That's actually right. Yeah. She goes, she goes, what? I go, we're firing him today. Mm. <laughs> so mm. we actually hanged on for six days and mm. she was kind of, <laughs> she was kind of watching it. I think it like six months. No, like six more days. She's like, she was kind of watching it and she was starting to see like what was I happening. I ran the margins and they were like 10%. It's bad. It's and I bad. was like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, oh. I'd rather just write a check to our text. <laughs> Donate us, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Way less stress. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then Dustin was like, "Let's fire him and let's change our focus a little bit." Mm. And not that we don't, we just didn't go after mm. big accounts like that anymore. And we were trying to focus on 
building our individual residential customers. Right, maintenance plans, mm. you, know. you know, in the community. Yep. Like, we're just And like, we love that. We love, like, the individual customers, and we love their loyalty and all of that. So I, mean, I haven't ran a maintenance call in a while, and I went to one, and she was like, oh, I got, like, I've been to her house, like, a hundred times. I mean, not, oh. you know, like, I've done her maintenance when I was just myself mm. 11 mm. years ago. <laughs> And now I was like, I walked in her door. She goes, oh, oh, I got you. I was like, yeah. The big boss today. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go down and clean your purse. She goes, well, that's awesome. That's great. So, anyways. Yeah, but I think, I mean, you highlight like a very real, thanks for sharing that story. It's powerful. But it it highlights this, like, I think we, um, as, as owners or leaders or even just like parents, right, or friends, like we face these moments where you're like, you had a friend come to you in truth and say like, Hey bro, you don't look that good. Like, yeah. What's up? And, and that care and that friendship and that connection. And then like having the, you know, honesty and courage to kind of look at it, to be like, yeah, hell yeah, you're right. Actually. Yeah. Oh, I, I, actually I'm in a bad spot. And like these guys, I thought this was going to be amazing and grateful for it first season, but like not the next season. Wow. Yeah. We're going to do something different. I did it for six years. Oh man. And it was, I mean, it was grateful at the beginning and I'm not, I would never, they did help me get off the ground. It was just one of those deals mm-hmm. where it was just like the business evolved and changed and yeah. it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. didn't work anymore. Like I was just yeah. busy on the other end and mm-hmm. it was just like, you need mm-hmm. your own personal person mm-hmm. is what I told them. Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. that's great. It was awesome. That's great. How about the flip? How about like, as you guys kind of think about the story, like what are some of those moments where you get pinch yourself or like, are you kidding me? Like we got to build this thing and have this team or, or, have these moments like are there some snapshots or portraits in your minds of like those holy crap like this is amazing kind of moments i i would have to say the building was amazing kind of moment mm. and you know even yeah, no, the kids, when was that a year 2000, december 2019 and okay. i i felt like we we made it like mm. yeah, it felt that like was the feeling. we achieved something yeah. i don't know y'all before that day it's like where were you before december 2019 literally underground we well, were this, in the cave. This is the cave. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. I, I did it. I hear. With no right. sign, by the way. Yeah. We had no sign. We were just like a hidden gem just sitting <laughs> down there. And just I needed was, a little polish. Yeah. And I got to a point where I was just like, I think this, like, I could do this. This is mm. comfortable. Mm. You know? And every time I got real comfortable, I felt like I got more stress on me for some reason. Like, mm. it's just too comfortable. Like, you know, and I'd be like, we got to go buy a building. We got to go do this. We got to do that. Mm. <laughs> She'd be like, whoa, slow down. Mm. Mm. And uh, we were going to go to North Kansas City. Yeah. And we came real close. Yeah, we almost bought a building in North and Kansas City. Okay. okay. I got advice from one of my biggest clients, and he owns a bunch of properties. Mm. And he came down to see it because I told him about it, and he owns a bunch of buildings and so forth. And he goes, and he calls me Big Blue. And he said, Big Blue, there's not a lot of parking. And you don't want to own a building. I was so pissed. Because you wanted that building? Yeah, it was great. And I thought it was going to be so cool to be in North Kansas City, you know. I mean, I I love our building. But at the time, I couldn't find anything in Parkville. And so, and I didn't want to go to North Kansas City originally. And he's like, just look at it. Be open-minded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. We have to see in Parkville. And he's like, let's just go see it. And we go see it. And I was like, oh, I could really make something mm. out of this. Like, mm. this is going to be fantastic. Yep. And I was all in. And then he's like, eh, Not no. enough parking. Yeah, not enough parking. <laughs> and I was like, 
we don't have a retail shop. Like, <laughs> there's no bargain. So we pulled out. There was no, there was no yep. barrier behind mm. the the shop. Mm. It was a deal breaker, apparently. It was a deal breaker. Yeah. And also, Hallsjog's Barbecue was across the street. Okay. Yeah. And so at noon, there was cars. Place was jammed. Up. Yeah. Place was jammed. Jam packed, mm. and I was just like. And he, he called me Big Blue. You know, Big Blue, you got this barbecue place. And what if me and Lee come down here and then you have your employees down here? And he goes, you have no parking. <laughs> you can't get rid of a building with no parking. He's probably right about <laughs> that. So you're out. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were out. Yeah. So. yeah. How'd you stumble into the Parkville building? Because it's cool. It's super cool. It's super cool. It was, it's so great. It's like, it's one of my favorite things that's ever happened mm. to us, mm. like in business, I think. Because we have another mm. big customer who owns lots and lots of property in uh, Platte County, a different one than the one mm. that calls in Big Blue, and um, we've which done, I'm calling you now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> have to. Yeah, it's his middle name. You knew that, right? Like that's why it's Blue Heating and Cooling. I mean, the no. B L U E. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah that's the reason why. Dustin Blue. How about that? And yeah. we picked it because at the time, I literally never be close to the mm. first at the phone book. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was that's, that's when you had a phone right. book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> triple A plumbing and blue. blue. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. yep, yep. We did. That's amazing. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah. Marketing's changed just a little bit yeah. in the last twelve, <laughs> yeah, whatever, eleven just, years. Yeah, we were in the phone book one time, and I got a couple of phone calls to this day. <laughs> the ROI was amazing. Was like, dude. wow. <laughs> You're persistent. That's awesome. <laughs> so we have a customer that owns a lot of property in Platte County, and they had been using us for a long time. And um, Dustin knew that they owned the those buildings there um, off of 45 Highway. And so he just kept saying, like, hey, do you if ever you want ever, to sell one? Three years straight. He just kept asking, and he just kept asking, and he just kept asking. Every time I talked to that lady, I said, if you ever want to sell something, let me know. Mm. Mm. If you ever want to sell something, let me know. I mean, I just mm. drilled it into her. And then one day, I didn't even know the husband, Bill Tot, at the time. He calls me. I'm outside riding my bike. And I was like, hey, I was like, yeah, this is Not Dustin. motorcycle, bicycle. Like a bicycle. bicycle. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he calls me. He's like, hey, Bill Tot here. That's how, and I'm like, hi, Bill. I was like, hey, Big Blue speaking. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. I've never met the man. I didn't even know his name was Bill. I only knew Shirley. <laughs> He goes, yeah. He goes, Shirley said you want to buy a building, and I got. He goes, I got one open. I go, well, I'm not looking to buy. I'm looking. I'm not looking to rent. I want to buy one. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, I'm looking to sell. I'm 81 years old. Whoa. And I said, I'm coming down to look at it. When do you want to look at it? He goes, well, I got some things to do first. <laughs> and so, it, like that was like September. Months later, we just keep we, like waiting and asking. Months, literally. Hey, yeah, months. how's the building? And Dustin's like, "Well, Bill keeps saying he's going to meet us." I'm like, "I'm Where's like it dying." Yeah. I think of what yeah. it was. Don't love the cave. He didn't want to sell it till the next year, so he made us uh, wait because he told us in like September, into October ish. So we waited till December. We went down and looked at it in this like the late mm-hmm. December, mm-hmm. and. But why is my favorite story is because. They are the loveliest people, mm. and oh, they're super nice. They mm. just did us a solid mm. because, like, he had cash offers on that building. There were people that were offering him to pay more, and he chose us. Mm. And yeah. he did not have to sell us that building. And then after he chose us, they were like, they were like proud parents. That's like they so were awesome. so proud of us, and 
they kept coming down to see what we were doing and like complimenting us and like it was just a great moment it and just felt good i got really uh, high anxiety because i literally gutted the whole entire building and bill had built it he had built it himself okay. right i mean i gutted it all did all the floors all all, all our manpower went into the building we sprayed all the ceilings like and he would come in and be like you're gonna take out this floor i was like yeah, so, sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> like it's all gone, Bill. Like mm. so. And he he got nervous about it, but then like once Bill like started seeing it come together, he was just so proud and yeah. like Shirley kept popping in to see what we were doing, and so awesome. it was such a it was such a good time. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah. Really that's so awesome. Um, I have two questions before our time unfortunately wraps. One first, I love both y'all that kind of answer. Um, the most rewarding part. Or the most like um, meaningful part of the business or the life that y'all have created is what? Like what? What comes to mind when it's like, man, this is this is this is worth it. Like this is awesome. Uh, you go. <laughs> I don't like answers on the spot. <laughs> well, obviously, like the the thing I'm most grateful for is that it gave me so much flexibility. Mm, that's cool. um, and our kids are older now, you know, they're high school and almost high school. And that's a little bit less important. I mean, I still run around a lot, but I just never would be able to have that time if it hadn't been for this. Um, so that probably is at the top of my list. But then as things are changing, I mean, it's just, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's just really nice to like run a business that you are proud of. Like, that's all. Like, I love our employees, and they treat me like I'm their mama bear, and, you know, <laughs> I cool. care about them, and I love our community, and I know, like, everybody says that, and they're, like, you know, trendy words and whatever, but um, it's the truth. It's just nice. Yeah, and what and y'all live it, like, quite literally. I mean, we've we've had the pleasure of, of being kind of on the on the, you know, parts of the story that, that it's your story, but we've been able to help come alongside and, and watch part of it. And like your interactions with your team, you can't fake that stuff. It's authentic. It's real. It's genuine. You can see them, you know, we've got video cameras and stuff going on and like your team loves each other. There's trust, there's connection. Of course there's fights and stuff that's hard and all that, but like it's a real family environment. You got Stephanie up front the dog running around and the, the, the crew. And it's like, you know, van door slamming and dudes like rolling out serving customers. And and we, we have been a customer of blue and it was like, of course it always happens this time, this way. Like I go out of town and shit hits the fan yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. And so like, I'm, I'm on the phone and we're at a national beef photo shoot in Iowa or video shoot in Iowa. And I'm calling Brooke and I'm like, I, I, jet, I don't know. I was like, I'll text Shannon and Dustin. We'll, they'll help us figure it out. And then your crew's there and they do a wonderful job. Right. Um, um, I would say that my thing is is the, uh, the customers. Mm. Like the, they were, lo- mm. they just stayed with us. Like yeah. even at the beginning, super loyal. Like they would buy me. I I remember our first maintenance contract to this day. I do too. Jurgens Meyer. <laughs> yeah. He lives in Platte City. I didn't even know his address. I did it for years. That's yeah. awesome. And he's still with me. We just got done doing it this week. Mm. But he was the very first one out of three hundred of them. I still remember his name. I know where he lives. Mm. I don't have to put him in the GPS and awesome. for them to stick with me like that. You know, I was just one guy at that time. So 
I say that's pretty. That's really, really. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. Because I, I, you said it. I was gonna go there next. Like watching your team in homes, and granted, it was a video shoot, and so like we, of course, they're the right customers. But like, um, it was real. It was like, man, this isn't some um, huge conglomerate thing. It's like these people know this this group and this team it was super. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Last question. Uh-huh. The 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 next eleven years, right? Like, if you can go from you know, this this season of, hey, quit your job or else, 2010, to where you all sit today. What are the next, call it 10 years? Like, what what's on the horizon as you guys think about the future of, of this story? I would like to think that I'll eventually be, like, hit another plateau to where I'm going to be okay and, like, this is good enough and mm-hmm. we, you know, like, Got a nice business. It's sound and not stretched for the skies anymore, but I don't think that will happen. <laughs> Meaning? I'll just keep going. <laughs> There's another plateau. Yeah, yeah plateau. just like yeah. I'll hit something and I'll be like, we need to do something better. Yeah, you know, we got to go yeah. bigger or, you yeah. know, or do something. I just kind of yeah. my, my ambitious runs wild. Yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah. stop it sometimes, but. Yeah, it's hard. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I do want to spend a little bit more time with the family. So, or traveling a little bit more in the next 11 years or, you know, just missing out on some things that I've missed out. You know. It's hard, man. Yeah. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, it's cool. We have started to think about, like, the end game, you know, as, I mean, retirement is yeah. on the horizon, yeah. hopefully sooner than later. And, you know, we've tossed around, like, who do we want to take over our business? And how do we feel about selling it to a stranger? And, you know, it feels like you're selling your child. Quite literally, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we're like, are we willing to do that? Are we not willing to do that? Like, what does this succession plan look like? And um, those are emotional questions, you know? And it's like, oh, do we want a kid, one of our kids to take it over? And then we're like, Dustin's like, but then I'm never going to get out of that business. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Hey, so, Dad, I got a, hey, big, <laughs> hey, yo, big blue, I got yeah. a question. So that's, and I'm not saying they couldn't run it or, you know, I don't know. But we, we'd like, love to travel. Like, we'd yeah. love to be able to, like, figure out who can take it and yep. run with it and let us have some time on the beach. And awesome, maybe sure. maybe one toe in the business, one toe on the beach or something. Didn't Kenny Chesney write a song about that? Or Zach Brown, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Maybe that's something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love this. Good night. You guys are the coolest. And uh, it's fun to, to watch um, your story unfold and grow and change. And, and we're obviously grateful to be a, a small part of it. Um, okay, I warned y'all, five questions. Yeah, I don't know if I have the answers, but you can it's ask. all right, no worries. Um, there's no right or wrong answers is the good thing. Hmm. Okay. Um, Go. First book that comes to your mind that was, like, helpful, influential, that you maybe read or didn't read. Like, what's a, what's a book that you've enjoyed? Uh, so I'm a reader in the family, mm. um, and I, I actually do love to read. Um, I don't remember titles mm. ever. Um, but I have been on a kick about um, the Holocaust lately. Oh, yeah. Did you guys it, go through the... I did. Uh, okay, we did too. Super powerful. Yeah. And, and I had, like, yeah. gotten into, like, these books before that. So I had read, like, mm. several in the mm. last six months, and then I went through mm. uh, Auschwitz. Um, so, but I love it because, like, I've been learning lots and lots and reading about it from lots of different perspectives. So that's what I've been yeah. into lately. Yeah. Dustin? Um. I don't really read books. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, di- much, I'm a dyslexic. I think the last book I read was uh, Duel Brunson, How to Play Poker. 
Did it work? Just, yeah, actually, it did. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff in there. So, pro uh, tip: don't play big blue in poker. <laughs> <laughs> That's blue. awesome. Um, my gosh, I will. I'll never call you anything else. Um, second one is my gosh. Now my train of thought is literally gone. Um, favorite T-shirt. Oh yeah, you 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 uh, were prepped. So thank you for asking yeah. the question. What's your favorite T-shirt? Um, I don't have a favorite T-shirt, but I can mm. I tell you what Dustin's favorite yeah. T-shirt is. And see if he agrees. Dustin's yeah. favorite T-shirt she is. She knows what it is. I still uh, own it. <laughs> a too small, uh, extremely Medium. ragged. Ooh, those are the best holes? kind. Those Grateful Dead kind. shirt. Oh. And it's white with uh, like a card, and it's like Jerry is a king or something, yeah. like a oh. playing card. And it is in tatters, like it's the thinnest material I've ever seen. Like awesome. you hold it up and shit's falling off of it. <laughs> and he has it wadded in his bottom drawer. And I've asked him for 25 years now if we can get rid of it yet. And every time he gets a look of panic on his face. And then he just wads it back into a ball and stuffs it in the corner of his drawer. <laughs> That's amazing. I bought that... Uh, <laughs> It's got to have some pit stains too, right? It's, oh, yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> I bought that uh, in Wichita, Kansas, going to Red Rocks oh, in man. a minivan. So oh, I always remember that shirt. It probably wasn't all that was in the minivan, would be my guess. Oh, meet another guy. <laughs> That's not I mean, what he's talking about. Oh, I'm, no. sure, I'm sure the t shirt wasn't the only no, 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 no. substance we're in Red Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, what would you do right now? Proverbially, not right, right this second. What would you do right now if you weren't afraid? Uh, go on a vacation for two months. Dude. <laughs> yeah. But See I'd you guys. Hope it goes well. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Know the feeling. Shannon? Um, I think I'd like pull the trigger and like buy a vacation home. Like oh. I've wanted to do that for a long time. And every time I look, I'm like, ooh, God, can't afford that. Those are, you could rent them out though, turns <laughs> yeah, out. Turn like, it into another business. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's all we need. I think that's all we need. Oh, that's great. Uh, favorite place on earth maybe leads back to the vacation story. Favorite place on earth is? Besides uh, the blue heating and cooling building on Highway 45 in Parkville. I would say that one of my favorite places on earth besides the beach, because mm. I like Hot weather is the Smoky Mountains. Dude, love the Smoky Mountains. I always, I just loved it when I was there. Love the Smoky Mountains. We were in Gatlinburg, mm. and it's just. It's great. It's like, yeah. it was amazing. Mm. Mm. Um, maybe I saw the Rockies too many times. I don't know. The Smokies are. They're way different. They're way yeah. different. Yeah. And the streams and rivers that roll through it is amazing. Agreed. You go. I think mine's not really, it's not really a place. It's a thing that we take places but I like my happy spot is truly my RV and um, I, I think it's like my favorite thing that's awesome we, whenever we get there I'll I could be such a raving bitch and then we get to the camper and Dustin's like you're always so happy mm. the camper and I'm like I am like mm. that's cool no matter where we park it so that's maybe awesome. the camper that's awesome um, last question when it's all said and done besides Big Blue as a nickname what do you want to be remembered for um, as the company or as a person, either both. Uh, more person, company, just you know, just did, brought good service to the community and helped them out and mm. treated employees good. And mm. As a person, just I don't know, just be honest, I guess. Mm. You know, just kind of what I 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. Those are tough questions. I know, right? <laughs> well, I think the first thing that came to my mind is I just want to be remembered as a good mom. Mm. Mm. And Simple. do the do the do the hand thing. Cheers. I know. <laughs> you guys yeah. are awesome. You guys are awesome. Um, BlueHVACKC.com. Um, Thanks and y'all so much can, for this. This was fun. Oh, it was yeah. super fun. Thanks for joining us. No As always, thank you for listening. Your attention is super valuable, so thank you for giving it to us. If you're a fan of the show, please go rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, when we get to share another great conversation with you, have a great week and let your life tell a meaningful story. <laughs>